0: So we are now live. Gonna go live. Let's wait till a couple of people jump on. Let's pin. Let's pin the topic. Um let me just pin this topic. Pin the comment. Let's see. Brown sugar, yes. Respect, respect for logging on. Respect, man. Just waiting for my guest. Yeah. Waiting to add my guest. Where am they? Big up the people who have joined already. Just waiting for my guest at the moment. See, let's see, let's see. Mm-hmm. Breaking down a gentleman's perspective. So Okay. Let's see. Guest in the chat. Hello, peoples thank you for
1: watching thank you for watching yes 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 brother what what's going on yeah there, man there.
0: yeah
1: yeah everything man yeah man. You... You know, yeah, man. you know what i mean just in the house working from home you know how it goes yeah 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 okay
0: that's good that's good yeah It yeah, sound man. good to me quality is good everything
1: yeah quality good site good yeah, everything man. Good. yeah man yeah. all right then so we'll just get into it straight yeah. um for those just joining you know what I mean? We just... Me and Malachi thought we'd kind of have a conversation about a book that he published a couple of years ago. Mm. If you guys haven't read it, go and get it. Some real, real, real good stuff in there. Um, but just to break down bits and pieces in regards to the man himself as well. Because yes. he Malachi, you, you embody the book. You know what I mean? So this is just... chance for us to break this down from beginning to end, you know what I mean, so yeah I see some people have read it it's brown Sugar, I've read it yeah, yeah man so yeah, you can follow us as well because I'm going to be reading some segments out of them and getting Malachi's take on some of them and for those of you who don't know I'm Malachi's real life brother so yeah man, (laughs) it's a lot of what we'll talk about, I'm obviously going to know but for the benefit of you guys, we'll just go through the discussion anyway, you get me, so Without further ado, I give the people just a brief summary of who you are. Obviously, a lot of people already know you, but you get me. Like, yeah. show them.
0: Okay, so yeah, so I pinned, I've pinned the um topic breaking down gentleman's perspective. Um, so just as as everyone who follows me on Instagram, um, the main purpose on there, you know, I'm a father. Um. And I'm a publisher for like two years now, publishing books. And just the um general comedian from time to time. <laughs> <as> you, know, <laughs> you know, what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, and I just wanted to get into it. You know, I'm trying to push a message. Um, one of the main messages, and obviously we're gonna go through on here, is um a perspective, and it's not some people pick up the book and think, you know. Gentle perspective, maybe sexist or things like that. When you read it, it's, it it doesn't it doesn't encompass anything sexist. It's just a perspective um, for men and women. Um, yeah, that's
1: that's one of. The, sorry to cut you, but that's one of the things yeah. I wanted to break down because, like, okay. there's a foundation to what's and obviously I know you in it. So, yeah. But there's a foundation to the book in the sense of it's not just unnecessarily feminist. Yeah, yeah. You get what I mean. Like there's a mm. there's a point to it, so this is the, one of the things that I wanna wanna break down. But yeah, carry on. Sorry to cut you there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just a basis of my perspective, um, things that I've been through in my life that I've seen. Not necessarily what's happened to me, but I've been able to balance things um, from seeing situations happen and finding the balance within that situation. So if I ever have to go through that situation. You know, I've got a good perspective on what angles to choose and how to go there, how to deal with it, and things like mm. that. It's a mixture of those things.
1: I hear that. I hear that. Still, yeah, man. So let's just take it back, 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 back to the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. If obviously I know you, like I said, but for the people that don't necessarily know you for that long, yeah. If I'm going to primary school with with Malachi, who who's Malachi in school?
0: <laughs> um. Well, a lot of people would say I was just cheeky, to be honest. A little small guy, cheeky, with flats, um, just running around, just hyperactive, like everyone knows, just overly hyper. Um, But I had a lot Mm. to say. I had a lot to say. And I think that does feed into everything that I've done in the future. I've always had a lot to say. Not necessarily like a lot to say, like I know it all a lot like to say in a sense where I'm opinionated and I'd say it how it is and I'd mm. question. So yeah, that was me as 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 a child.
1: So how do you think that kind of opinionated nature's like transitioned into secondary school and, and was you more broad with it or did that subside with age? You know, as kids grow up they tend to lose their natural ability to just, you know, talk the truth, so to speak.
0: Yeah, um, I think that I didn't really know certain things I was saying in a sense where I was living by a code and marvels, but I didn't really n- consciously know that I was doing that. But me, mm. back as a kid, and the things I used to say and do, I'm thinking, you know what, um, I was like, a, as they say, an old soul.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I didn't really know because I used to question things and just say things out of the blue. That would be, that would hold a lot of wisdom. And you're thinking, rah, Malachi is saying those things. And it's just like a kid saying it. But when I think about yeah. it, I think, you know what? I wonder what made me say those things. So for me, it's like when I read the book, a lot of the things, and like I think it's the way that I've developed as a man. It comes to me. Certain things come to me. I see it as like, you know, people have gifts. or certain things just come to me. I don't need to learn mm-hmm. them or be taught them, but something just come to me and I use a lot of logic with it, and it just comes to me, and that's the, it's more like a mystical thing, so for me, when I read the book, as we're getting to it, it was more than just writing something, it came from a place that I didn't really know was there consciously.
1: Yeah, true, true, but just going back to something you said um, about living by a code when you was younger, and yeah. being like that, living by a code enabled you to speak out on things from a, a, a old soul an old yeah. soul point of view. Like speak more about that. Like what what kind of code are you talking about?
0: So when falling into what the the um with the book, um uh, obviously it's about relationships. So as a young person, when as a man, um you know, boys with hormones and stuff, I didn't tend to follow the crowd, I went against the grain and in a sense, so I didn't really know why I was going against the grain, but I knew that I had like my moral compass was set and I was just following that moral compass and it was a challenge mm-hmm. because doing, diff- d- doing it different as a boy in a group of boys mm-hmm. or having a different outlook when you're looking at girls and things like that um, it was different so I faced a lot of challenges even as a kid, like You know, it's not the norm to think like that. But I didn't, well, it didn't really bother me because I just, my compass, it it was just there, it was strong. And then things like I'd go back home and I had a strong hold at home. Um, Obviously, Mm. being around a lot of women, my mom, my sister, and then my, my aunties and that. So there was, from both sides, there was like energy especially from, like, being around a lot of females and just having that respect and the marvels. It was just coming from all angles, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And, obviously, um, growing up as a Rastafarian, I think that made a real impact on who I was and, you know, what I stood for. I mean, like, I always say that before I, before I seen the picture or knew of Jesus, I seen Haile Selassie. I didn't know. So yeah. I remember yeah, seeing... Like I was born with just seeing Haile Selassie and then I seen and heard of Jesus and I was like, who's that man? Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Rather than it being the other way around. So for me, when I grew old, I was thinking, bro, I haven't really heard that kind of way of people. Or the ideology. Yeah, mm. you know what I'm saying? So I was introduced to Jesus. He wasn't embedded in me.
1: Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I
0: think with that, with that strength behind me, and the way I grew up, you know, vegetarian and um, having a lot of conscious, conscious, because it wasn't a street restaurant house, but I still had a lot of conscious mm. things about it. Like music would be played, um well really engaging, going to like a, um Saturday school and things like that. And just all those things, just, I think all those things definitely made a big foundation and impacted me a lot. Mm.
1: So you would say, is it fair to say that like a lot of, your moral compass was kind of developed and shaped by different avenues, but Rastafarianism being one of the strongest kind of parts, or is it, I don't know, is there different weights between different areas?
0: Um, I'd say a lot of things, the main two things I can say, was being around um, females growing up. And yeah. um, my, sister, my sister being disabled, rest their soul, she made me grow up quick in a sense where I had to respect a female because she was disabled. And when you have a disabled sister and you're living with them, you have to care for them and nurture them. There's a level of respect that you just, like I just had. And I didn't even know mm. that. You get what I mean? So when I went out into the world, um, straight away, if I had seen a vulnerability with a woman, I'd stay away. In, yeah. in a sense I wouldn't manipulate it I wouldn't influence it I wouldn't join in the front because it wasn't front to me it was there's a vulnerable side to that situation and I don't want really to be the cause of making things worse do you know what I mean and I think yeah. I that, that must have been embedded from me growing up my sister being disabled and you know seeing her very vulnerable or one
1: of your sisters so, yeah one of your sisters
0: yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah my, my disciples is to be vulnerable mm. and not really taking advantage of the situation. So, I use that without realising when I came across just generally speaking to females, females as friends, relationships. That's just where my head's at and that's just what I've stuck to.
1: I hear that still. So, how would you say, like, home life has shaped your opinion on women?
0: Um, First and foremost is to my home life, I just had to just show respect because I wanted, like, I was taught that, you know, just respect women at the end of the day. Mm. And I wasn't necessarily taught, like, I was sat down and say Malachi, listen, this is what you got to do, you got to do. I wasn't told it, do you know what I mean? So, it, mm-hmm. was learned, learned behavior, it was learned behavior, so in a sense where I didn't want to disappoint my mom. Um, I've mm. seen how men can treat women and have seen how Men can can um, use their power against women and stuff, and I was like, I don't want to be that man because mm. I'll see the impact it has on the woman, and I didn't want to be that man. So I thought, do you know what? How can I not be that man? Mm. Is mm-hmm. try my best to not apply the things what I'm seeing what the men are doing. Don't get me wrong, you know I've made mistakes myself because I always yeah, say yeah, I've made yeah. mistakes, I've made mistakes myself, but. I've thought about them, I've thought about them, I've reflected and changed, you know what I mean? Like, the change yeah. of actions have changed from that. Um, so, yeah, but going back to what you're saying is, yeah, it's mainly growing up with women as being a respectful um, human being, being respectful to women, you know, a woman's birth, mm. yeah, uh, the nurture, yeah, I just see them as the, you know, the pinnacle. Um, and just believing in... Um, the 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 way of living being a Rasta, I think it was more about I'm a I'm a I'm a strong soul walking on mm, this earth. Mm, as mm, a kid I mm, always talk to myself, uh, you know what? Um, I used to read certain things like Pile Selassie, you know, he like talked to like talk to the lions, touch the lions, be with animals and interconnect with, you know, wild species. And I thought that's a strong man. Do you get what I mean? So I thought mm, I, mm, you know, mm, why can't I be a strong human being? You know, as a human being, mm. I've I thought I had powers. Yeah, as yeah. you get anyway. yeah. you know what I'm saying?
1: I, <laughs> I hear I, that still.
0: I, I used to think I was in the computers and I had powers. I used to think I was a turtle. So, but I also thought that Haile Selassie had powers as a man. So I thought, you know mm. what? If I can have that power as well, I can be strong. Mm. And then I was aware of demons. I was aware of evil i was aware of it and i was aware of the devil and i was aware of that energy and i was like you know what i'm just stronger than that i'm not made from that so that can never defeat me yeah 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 so you know that them kind of things go a long way as a as a man only obviously i'm, I'm only realizing it now
1: yeah. yeah i just wanted to unpack the endo as well like because you speak yeah. about Rastafarianism and obviously yeah. i was brought up the same way you could never tell yeah, yeah. but yeah <laughs> like man used to have dreads and things there, you get yeah. me? Um like I don't know how to put this politely, so I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, com- do you not find that there were certain parts of being a rasta that were contradictory? And when I say that I mean what we were supposed to see as role models.
0: Mm. You get what I mean? Yeah. It,
1: they they weren't necessarily role models.
0: I think... And especially think in point,
1: regards to women.
0: I, I, all right, then. I think... But this is where... I, I don't actually have a direct answer, but I think that's where... At that point where... If I've if if I, i if got so much respect and honour my mum, my, my so mm. when I see her go through certain things in life and she's resilient, she bounces back, she keeps going. Mm. There's there's no room for giving up. So to me, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: I'm not going to be giving up because well, I, I wasn't taught to give up. Do you get know what I mean? Yeah, so within, yeah. that, within the question what you're saying, having role models, even though being a and there's, you know, people needed to practice what they preach, like with every way of living or every religion, everyone really, you can say that. But within, mm. if they're trying to teach you a certain way, but then contradicting themselves, I think I looked at those people and I came to a decision very quick. You mm. are not who I want to aspire to be. And
1: yeah. it
0: was done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That story was closed with that person and with the next person, you are not mm. who I aspire to be. And then that will get shot down. Don't get me wrong. I respect certain people, but for what they were standing by and, 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 and you know, contradicting themselves, I just know that I'm not following that path. So I just honed in on the people where I could, you know, say, you know what? I'm going to be exactly like that person. I'm going to follow their moral compass. I'm going to follow their, because at the end of the day, you know, their life seems to be tranquility, peace. Do you get know what I mean? So I just wanted to follow. Well, that's
1: that, that's that, that's supposed to be the Rastafarian way. And it, well, it is. And that's supposed yeah. to be. It is. Yeah. Um, and when you check the roots of where Rastafarianism is coming from, um yeah. It is about moral um, living, you know, peace, yes. um, looking after yes. mind, body and soul and them sort of things. Um,
0: righteousness.
1: Righteousness, you get what I'm showing you. But, I mean, just my opinion, like, I think it's, and this is why one of the things that's intriguing, because I know, obviously, I know you, I know how you brought up um, and myself, but then what is, what I always look at is how, A lot of us especially in inner city birmingham we came from rastafarian parents you know i mean and there is such a like a a cocktail of differences between the children that have come from those those parents you know i mean and when you look at the men in particular Uh them men i don't they they were walking contradictions to a large degree not all of them there's a few that you could pick out and say they were righteous men but in regards Mm -hmm. to how they treated women especially so what I'm trying to say is our example wasn't that great you get what I'm saying especially living in that inner city Birmingham community of Rastafarians and you know growing up being taught one thing but watching our dads and our uncles doing different things you get what I'm showing you so like it's intriguing to see how what what has made you turn away from that
0: Okay, you so in me? that sense I I think it comes down to I just didn't want to I was clued up like that, that, that consciousness as a kid was turned up like turned on really early. I didn't want to be because I look as a, a young kid, I'd look at the behaviors and come to a, a a big man understanding at a young age and think yeah, that's foolishness. Mm, you're mm, wrong, mm. you're wrong for doing that. Do you get what I'm saying? And then
1: yeah. you see the pain.
0: When when you see the pain that, that 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 you know um like happens to people, mm-hmm. then you don't really wanna repeat that. Do you know what I'm saying? saying, Because if you yeah, repeat it, yeah. you're breaking the cycle. So for me, I want to repeat that cycle not just as, you know, um as in it comes from, you know, the men how do we treat the women in race? It's just men generally. I didn't yeah. I don't really rate it as such because Mm. as tupac even says you know you came from your mom all of these things from your mom and then you disrespect the woman Mm. I stand Mm. and it's like you know as i says you can make mistakes but you see when you consciously make a decision and you're consciously making it i think that's when you need to g-check yourself and think okay Mm. who do i respect do i respect myself enough to respect others or do i Not respect myself enough so I don't respect others. Mm. And I found that respect. Do you get what I'm saying to you? So I think that's what helped a lot. And I just didn't want to repeat that behaviour because like I was saying, I've got my own daughter now. I didn't foresee that when I was younger. But I thought about it, I thought when I have a version of me and it's a female, I want that female to be inspired by me. I don't want it to go through what I went through and because she may not make that right decision. I don't know. It's 50-50. So why not provide a, a clear platform for to make yeah. a better decision? Do
1: you get what I'm saying? So, nah, for yeah. real. For real. Nah, big up Kyla as well. Don't yeah. know. <laughs> Good little girl still. Um, so, yeah, man. Like, obviously, we spoke about your youth, years. But more yeah. growing up into, like, going through college and developing into a man. Like, and taking into account all those experiences, you know what I mean? And you said yourself, you made mistakes. How yeah. did you, you know, I mean, if you want to shed some light on some of the mistakes that you may have made, but how yeah. did you then kind of navigate that and reach to a stage where you think, you know what, actually, this is not the right place to be?
0: I think um, a lot of it to do with like, when I was growing up, you'd be like, um, you know, you got boys, and I wanna go and um, hang out and then go and link girls in different areas and stuff and chill out and stuff and things like that. That's
1: what we did fam.
0: Yeah, but (laughs) I always, I always wasn't comfortable with, especially with like when I was in school and that and certain men would go out of town and far places to Mm. link girls just for sexual stuff and that. I, that didn't sit right with me. Do you know what I'm saying? To like, Mm. for instance, There'd be like house parties in foreign areas and we'll go to um house party up because like, my school was up by Chamsley Wood, so we'll go house party up like Charms and Wood and mans will go there to the house party and I'll go straight to the fridge. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, like yeah,
0: yeah. I'm going to like my mind was wasn't wasn't focused on that. So man's like Yeah, I'm going to Link I'll be like, mate, I'll go to the fridge, switch on the telly, i make myself at home, do what you gotta do. And it mm. was like it just didn't sit right for me to join in them activities. And certain times, activities with certain men, obviously hormonal, would try and get out of hand. And I've had to back up enough men, even till like big ages, I've had to sit down there and men's are ranting about, yeah, this guy link that girl, link this guy And I've had to sit there and say, you're trash, bro. And like, man's like, what? he say, you're trash, bro. Because five minutes ago, you was talking about your wifey and things like that and your youths and then you're talking about I, I just find it confusing i was like do you know what that's why i don't really have friends as such like friends that always say yeah i'm on the same wave i've got associates and i can i can mm. mingle with people mainly to do business but you see when sitting down and catching a vibe i can't sit there and just move different with like how certain man with certain girls just not right for me and I get, but
1: was and that I, always the case? Do
0: You know what? It was. It it was the case um, a lot of the time. But when you're talking about making mistakes, it's like, um, you know, when you're younger, because I did have that mentality of I'm a galist. You
1: know mm. what I'm
0: saying? To you? Like, yeah, I got enough girls here. Yeah, or you know, that you know that gallist mentality, like before, like before college and during college, school and things like that. That wasn't me but at the same time that was a bit of bravado that was ego do you get know what i'm saying Yeah. so but deep down even when I, around the man them like i was around mainly family yourself and i was around um you know uncles and you know older people but even deep down i was like do you know what i need to still hold on to who i am do you know what i'm saying so i need mm. to still and it was a challenge it was a challenge do you know what i'm saying so man will take the mic and say you know Oh, are you scared of that girl? you scared of linking it? you scared of Lincoln? You scared of Lincoln? <laughs> I'm not scared. I just, I don't want you. But deep yeah. down, in my head, I'm like, like, you know, I've heard a lot about this girl or she's linking this and that, man. I don't want to be that guy just there. I don't, I don't want to do that. You know, I didn't yeah, really yeah. have the words to pull it into practice. I mean, have the words to say at that time. But
1: mm. I just,
0: my... My easy way to communicate that was like, nah, I don't want it. It didn't make sense mm. to man. Man would be like, nah, yeah. you're, you're moving scared. But Ad, do, admit, do, admittedly,
1: it, admittedly, that was, because obviously I've grown up with you on it and I remember the times where, you know, there was a choice of girls and we, we as yeah. the elders, really were doing things that you would kind of, kind of just peep your head around the corner and have a look at and not fully, yeah. fully take part. Although there were a few times where, you do your little thing or whatever, you get what I me? Mean? But at the mm-hmm. same time, I do, I, I see what you're saying where you say like there were times where you just didn't really push yourself at the front because there were times where you had the opportunity to and didn't. You get what I mean? And it's it's something that, again, is intriguing because like, for the examples that we had, yeah, you know what I mean? You would have thought. You but Again, moving on to other stuff, like for instance, you've also got this entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah, yeah. Where do you think that's come from? And I'm going to tie it up at the top, but I'm just trying to to work out exactly where where you feel like that came from.
0: Well, um, the first instant I knew about business or having it on business, obviously my dad had a business when I was younger. um, And I just knew that It was something different to a job. He was working for himself. So I was like, okay, you don't have to work just a normal job. You know, like traditionally, Caribbean families, you work in a factory, you're nursing, X, Y, Z. And I thought, okay, cool. You can work for yourself. And I thought, all right, that's cool. So that stuck in my head. I always wanted to, you know, be like your dad and have a business and stuff, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. So that just went away. That just went Mm. away. And then it was only then when um, my mum started her business when I was young, um, looking after the kids, childcare, the um, crashing, things like that. And then I was, my mom always brought me under her wing and showed me, you know, this is how the business runs and X, Y, Z. But for a young person, I used to engage in that business conversation. Do you get what I mean? Mm. So mm. even though I talked a lot about it, I could have business conversations with my mum you you know i had good you know i had a good outlook on things and then often you know i seen again i seen that you know you could own your own business and you could have your own resources you could impact people in a good way how you wanted to not forced by society Mm. and i thought you know what yeah i'm definitely definitely gonna be an entrepreneur i didn't know the, the word was called entrepreneur then i just thought you know what you just be a business person and you own your own business so that's where it stems from yeah my
1: parents i'd say okay and the other thing that is quite notable noticeable about what you do and the things that you put out the energy that you exude um things you speak on um is the next generation the kids
0: yeah
1: um how important do you think it is for what we talk about in the book for instance and how that mm. translates to the next generation
0: um, I think that that mainly I can only talk from because of um, having my daughter so in mm. between me having my daughter 2007 and 2011 because that's when the book was I started writing 2011 um, I think I was just conscious of guiding my daughter so it was a matter yeah. of I started to be, be, start to be more thoughtful about the future generation because mm. I was no longer that younger generation. I was part of the oldest now, you know, I'm old enough to have a child. So I've left mm. that, that generation. So, and, it, and then I started to see a lot of things going wrong with, um, you know, parents, did, their, their, their bad learnt behaviors have impacted their kids and their kids, mm. the apple don't fall too far from the tree and their kids will practice what they've been doing. So mm. in my, in, in, for me, I was like, Do you know what? I need to set my children on a good path, and they're not saying that they're always going to stay on that path, because everyone slips up. But you see, you see, when you set you set a foundation, if you set a foundation. Nine times out of ten, people come back to that foundation. Hundred percent. No as yeah. long as you yeah. set as a parent, I can go to sleep, and you know, if. If today was to be my last day, I know that my foundation is set. Mm. set. I've done my duty where I can set something for my child. So that, I wanted, I wanted to translate that in my book for young boys and girls
1: mm-hmm.
0: to read my book. And not really get it when they're reading it young, but it installs subconsciously. So when they mm. go older, they can refer back to the book and think, you know what? I knew a man that said something like that, you know, respect to mm. women. I was around a lot of men that were disrespecting women, but I read in a book somewhere, he said he must respect women, and that will come back to that kid, that will come back to that kid, like, 10 years after, it always comes back. So if you install something in the youth's mind from young, you know, mm. you'll come back to when you're older, and that's the purpose of my book, when it can, you know, I can jump to generations, I can, you know, I made my, my nan read my book, and she started laughing. I was like, "Why you know about these things like that?"
1: So, I
0: was like, <laughs> <laughs> so, I've seen her reaction to it, and I've had a lot of older people buy my book. I've had all generations buy my book. Do you get know what I mean? And mm. some of the kids that um, have read my book, their parents who support who support me, who know what I'm about, have bought the, the book and let their kids read it, and sent me pictures, or I've spoken to their kids about it, and they've told me which ones they like. And that will stay with them. And that's the impact that I... You know, you said to me once, this book will um, stand the test of time. And I thought, you know what? That was a massive statement. And that is something that I believe my book will do. Stand the test of time. Mm.
1: Gen- I hear that still. But taking it back a little bit, yeah. So I want to yeah. just unpack some of the more um, kind of teenage into early, early 20s years. Um, yeah. So... Some people may or may not remember the MC days, the Two Dark Crew days, Um, you know, and some of the skirmishes that you may, well, I know for sure. So you can delve into them if you want. But some of the skirmishes you may have had, you know, road life as it inevitably happens with young black boys, especially, you know what I mean? In the city of Birmingham, you know what it's like. How did that impact and shape your opinions and movements and kind of what did you bring out of that to this book?
0: Um, so, as we know, obviously, we've always been, you know, never gang, in in the gangs, but we've always been able to look after ourselves. I've always been cheeky. I was cheeky because I had you, I had my uncles, and as you know, you know, most, most your friends and my uncle's friends used to always say, even in school, I'm going to slap Malachi, you know? I'm going to slap him, like, because he's too cheeky. And I think... I've always had that um, way of thinking where, you know, I'd rather fight older people, stronger people, to test my strength, you know, to see mm. how to fight. So being that as a kid, I think when I got older and the road life started to happen, and, you know, we had Rally Close and Badabar and all those gangs and Johnnies and stuff like that. I didn't really care about them until they was doing their thing because we wasn't on that. Basically, like, when mans were on the road, smoking, shouting, doing all those things, we, I found more comfort with sitting down, chilling with girls, or on the phone, or, you know, that kind of thing. That was more, more and playing computer and stuff. Not a lot of computer, but playing computer. So, I used to hear mans on the road, this and that, knife stabbing, I want to go beat up certain man. So, really, you know, I got in a lot of force in sense of, I grew up with one side, and I didn't like the other side, not because I wanted to, but because I had friends, associates. So there was a couple of times where I'd be walking on my own. And because certain Johnnies have seen me with certain burgers, they roll up and say, are you with their man? And I'm like, nah. And because I'm calm about it, they see it as a weakness. And then they get out of the car. Mm-hmm. Yo, blood, what were you saying? What are you saying? What are you saying? And I'm like, betty I'm not about that life. I just know, man. So then I they forced my hand. So then I had to fight my way out of it. And there's been a lot of times, I think, you know, with knives, guns, there's been times where I've had to depart or I've had to challenge them back in certain situations just to hold my street cred. And then mm. if I couldn't handle it, then I'd, you know, call my uncles, call my brother and things like that. But at the same time, um, I think that road life, it, it, it was just something separate to who I was, because that's mm. not that, that's not who I am. So that 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 life being on the road and having beef, that's not who I am. I don't come from that. I'm not mm. that guy. I can bring it and I can defend myself, but I, that's it's done. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I didn't see mm. I I didn't see the light. Also, growing up, you know, we was around certain men that were moving big weights of drugs, big, mm. big weights of drugs back in the 80s and 90s. And that wasn't even something that I looked to, looked to I was like, what's this? I was like, drugs All I knew is I was watching crime watch And drugs <laughs> in <go to> jail <laughs> soon as a kid I was like, drugs from jail <laughs> So in my head I'm thinking You know, that's going to send you to jail one day That's not to do with me That's You're a big mm. man, you know what you're mm. doing So I just, I think That doesn't, that road life And all of that lifestyle it wasn't me, so it doesn't relate to anything in the book. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, if yeah, anything, yeah, If anything, I, I, I tell you one thing when I was riding with certain men in cruise and they'd bring up conversations and stuff, I was also the one to go against the grain. And then certain mm. man, serious man sitting there, you know, look at me like, What did you say? I'm like, I'm not doing that, Lord. That's foolishness. And that challenged them, but that got my respect. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. Man, yeah. There's, there's, there's a man my age and older who would remember me and say, you know what, i got to respect Malice still. Like, because he didn't feel no way to say what I needed to say around man them. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Mm, mm, and I think the set of, not, not necessarily the gang, but the set of family that I was around, I respected them, they respected me. And they mm, big. They was big in that gang. So I didn't care mm, what your friend said. Because mm. I grew up with real man them and they, and you know what I'm saying? To you? So I didn't really care what yeah. they were doing drafts, people trying to say, trying to grow up and trying to get ratings. Bro, you're trying to get those ratings and I've got the respect and I don't need to do all of that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I think so, that... Yeah, carry on. Yeah,
1: but, nah, carry on, carry on, it
0: yeah, yeah nah, I think that, that, that does show a lot when it comes to um, who I am as a person because I can be that. But regarding my book, and as a family man and things like that, the gang life mm. and all that role thing, I just seen no sense in it. Do you know what I'm saying? Too? No sense. I never had no Like, I didn't want to make fast money. It didn't make sense mm. to me. Do you know what I'm saying? Too? I just mm. wanted to be around family, smile, boss joke, dance to music, and that's it, really. Mm, 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 Do you know what I'm mm.
1: So, without generalizing, because obviously it's fair to say, like, we know we've kind of experienced the different tones. So being in our kind of safe haven, as as it were, we kind of were doing our thing a little bit yeah. different to the normal man then. But as you know, yeah. we kind of, certain times we had to do certain things. You get me? Yeah. And But then with, with regards to women now, we've always been different as well. You get me?
0: Yeah,
1: 100 um, And one of the things that you mentioned there was street cred and yeah. ratings and things like that. How much do you feel men really reach out for street cred to impress women?
0: Mm.
1: Only to then disrespect those same women?
0: See, that didn't make sense to me. Like, that didn't make sense to me. Like, it just didn't make sense. What you just said didn't make Mm. sense since when I seen the man's going on like that. Do you get what I'm saying? It didn't make sense to disrespect the same women. That you're trying to stab up an X-Man for or fight for. It just doesn't make no sense. Mm, mm, mm. And when something don't make no sense to me. I can't remember the saying, but If it doesn't make sense. Don't follow it. Don't.
1: And I hear that. I hear that. But there's one segment in the book. Which is interesting. Yeah. Um, but it's almost like. That old saying isn't it? The girls like the bad boys.
0: Yeah. Which is. Which so is...
1: the badder you are. Especially when we were younger. The badder yeah. you are the more gal you were likely to get. Do
0: you know what as which well? Kind
1: of, it was a perpetuating cycle.
0: Do you know what? A lot, of, a lot of, and this is the truth, like from being involved in real mandem, like a lot of the mandem them that were going on sick and had that big reputation, there's a lot of them that was loving and they knew how to look after their woman. Do you get what I'm saying? to them? Mm. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: them, yeah, yeah, Wow, he's not like that when he's with me. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> there's loads yeah, yeah, of girls yeah. say. he's not like them like me. do you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. I do know that they not have to switch but then you've got the little ones who don't know like they're, they're they're really getting trying to earn stripes and they haven't come from a good home you get know what I'm saying to yeah, you? That. they haven't come from a good home so they don't know any better so they're definitely mm-hmm. and to get street cred they will you know punch up their own woman punch up next woman because that's what they've seen it's, it's all their mm-hmm. behaviour you know what I mean? So, yeah.
1: What do you think keeps some women, then, going back to or fiending or kind of lost in over the bad boy, quote unquote?
0: Um, I'd say when we were younger in the 80s and 90s, and I think it doesn't reflect too much now because a lot of the gangs are killing each other. So the girls are getting afraid because, mm. you know, they're not interested in that times have changed but when we were younger I you
1: think you think there's no girls out there that are, are kind of lost in after the gang members like the way they were back in our day nah
0: nah because you know when we were younger there were girls who were making gangs as well do you know what i'm saying yeah
1: still we girls to making them. gangs nowadays
0: well not as much as before come on when we were mm. younger we used to go to town and the girls you know um the um <laughs> Aston girls and then you got... The, the Ram. They were, like, 15 to 20 deep. Girls looking, groups yeah, yeah. of girls, like, yeah. calling themselves um, names, you know, like, I can't remember the cruise, like, what was it, Little Miss Dis, and, or, or, like, the, they had nicknames for themselves, and they was yeah, going on, yeah. trying to follow the them, and mm, a lot of them mm. was trying to impress the them. do you get what I'm saying to you? Now, mm. nicknames for girls and gangs. I mean... It's there, but it's not as much. It's not as much as it was before. No way. No way. You get what I'm saying? Tonight, yeah. There were some girls that I was scared of back in the day. That's that strange. No, <laughs> listen. There was girls that everyone knows there was girls in Hansworth and Aston that certain man would not mess with because them girls would fight you. Yeah? And them girls would almost pull out out
1: Superman try and, and try and, try and what you up. And yeah, yes. yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. You just stay away. And do you know what I'm saying? So, so there some serious girls about, they were about that life. But yeah, I think definitely it's changed.
1: Definitely. So we've, we've spoken about quite a few things. Yeah. But I wanted to type a few things like mainly in and around, in and around like the book as we were, we were discussing. And, yeah. The kind of inspiration around setting up your own publishing company just to yeah. publish your own book. You yeah. know what I mean? Centering around, centering around the entrepreneurialism, um, the particular subject matter that you decided to write about, which yeah. was, you know, care for women. But then almost as well, I don't feel like, and you can answer this, I don't feel like this is just for women. Yes, yeah, no. Or for men. And you know, like it's it's kind of like a unisex book, you know what I mean? There's bits and pieces in there that you don't necessarily speak to one sex. Yeah, yeah it's
0: true. It's true. I mean, I didn't realize that would be the impact because you see, when you have a product, I didn't. This wasn't something I thought. Okay, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna do this book, and it's gonna look like this. I just knew that. I talk a lot on Facebook, and I talk a lot mm. about women, and I think basically I transitioned. I was on Facebook talking a lot about women in general, just different things. Talking about hair, nails, clothes, whatever, because I'm that type of guy. Like I do like women's fashion, so I talk about different things. So then I started to encompass, you know, quotes and affirmations. And I thought, okay. Then I started to talk about, um, I don't know. I just pull it into like poetry, but like spoken word um, about relationships and it was always about not because listen i had so much man even inbox me saying how come you always defending the girls like happening in the girls i was like <laughs> i'm not defending the girls i'm just saying straight like you think men can walk around and be dogs and not no one say nothing that don't make no sense so i would say if you're a dog you're a dog and even with women as well it's the moving shady i say you're moving shady so i think within that um yeah, I definitely um, thought I want to publish this book because there's a message in there. But when I started to sell it and I was reading the things that I put in there, I realized, obviously, because it's coming from a man, it can also, mans can also relate. Certain mans that, mm. um, I'd say, put, that, like put aside their pride and their ego. And even then, I know some man that, like some man have messaged me and said, nah, I don't need to buy that book. That's, it's too soft. And I was like, "Blood, you're chatting rubbish." Because we're big man now. There's room to yeah, be soft. Yeah, There's room to be soft yeah. to your woman, to your kids. Mm, you can not be soft. Mm. You know I'm saying to you? So just put your pride and your ego aside.
1: And the reality like, you know is as well. The reality is, with maturity as well, you can. I mean, even me, I've been through the, the stages we've discussed. You got I'm showing you. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I feel like maybe when I was 15. I wouldn't be picking up this book, you get me, and yeah, looking yeah, at really. it and thinking, yeah, I can relate on it. But then maybe at twenty five I'm like, you know what actually I see. And the more you read it, the older you get, the more you see the wholesome picture.
0: Yeah. You get what
1: I mean? Good. So which is which is a good thing and and you know, credit to yourself. Um what and, I wanna do, because we ain't got much time left, I wanna kind yeah. of read a few segments that kind of yeah, stood yeah, out yeah. to me. Yeah,
0: well, um, and
1: just kinda page get is? what
0: pages.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you which pages. Yeah. Um so first one's page nine, um, and people that are on the live as well, you can kind of tell us what you, what your interpretations of these these segments are. So page nine, unconditional love. So first, yeah, unconditional love is a chemical that triggers, that only triggers for certain people's and energies. Many lose that love and never get it back, but continue to stay with that person they don't love anymore. It's better to break a heart than hold on to it while it ruts. Now yes. the first question is do you believe in unconditional love?
0: Yes, hundred percent. Okay,
1: cool. Why?
0: Because you see, when you actually um allow yourself to love,
1: mm. love is an
0: energy. Love isn't love mm. is more than the word, it's more than the four letters. Um it's an energy, and that's what we don't get taught. Love is an energy, and it's a different energy for your family, to your partner, and you feel the, yeah, difference, yeah, yeah. the difference. So that love, it doesn't get broken. It changes, just like mm. your soul. It's, 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 it's forever, but it changes into a different form. So mm. for me, unconditional love is what you're allowed to give. So I can give unconditional love because I know how much love i've got to give inside me do you know so here?
1: just to interject unconditional yeah. love is loving without conditions so you're saying to me that if somebody if you're with somebody a partner and they do they do something you can never stop loving them no matter what it is so it could be i don't know sleeping with somebody else or i don't know you know, what I mean that's for me that's what unconditional love is, no matter there is no conditions to this love.
0: Yeah. So there is no conditions to this love, but there is principles. Cause when you love someone right. you have to have yeah,
1: principles. Yeah, yeah. You I'm know yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. No conditions, yeah, yeah. principles. <laughs> right. And that okay.
0: in itself just solidifies the whole concept. So yeah, if we're in a relationship and you make mistakes and certain things are said, you know, the common things what people can get over. But you see, when you're breaking the barriers or you're stepping over yeah. the line and you're disrespecting, that means that person doesn't love you. So you can't give yeah, up yeah, you yeah. love to a person that doesn't love you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, this one, one, sorry to caught you, was one of the things that I've realised over the last few years is that you can't, you can't fully love somebody. If you really love somebody, you're not loving them for what, you get from them is what you give to them and vice versa because you see when that energy works both ways that's when it's like a love circle
0: yeah of course
1: definitely you get what i mean so when you're definitely. loving somebody and it's not what you are getting from them it's you're loving them for the way you love them and how it reconditions itself and then they love you in return you know what i mean but, and I, think, it's, it's... but, but I think you see what what
0: what he says within that that part there. What I was saying in the beginning, the first one, it says you need to be able to love, so you need to love yourself first.
1: If you can't love yourself, yes. And sorry, Sean is just saying, love yourself first. That's key. If you don't love love yourself first, it's hard. You can't really love anybody else if you can't love yourself first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sorry, bro. I don't want to, because obviously we're we're running out of time. So this one really, this one stood out to me, and I'm keen to hear what you gotta say. So segment 22. She picked the guy she thought was something because it seemed as though he had everything at that time. But now she's grown up, she realizes that she picked a guy who will always be a boy and has none of the real qualities she needs to last in an adult relationship. So now she comes back to the guy she didn't want to know because of genuine qualities he showed her years ago but wasn't appealing to her at the time. He still has what it takes to provide a real relationship, but for him, the door is closed, that shipper sails, or oh, how the tables turn. So Talk in a me. nutshell, Quick quickly, that, yeah, because we...
0: that yeah was a real situation and we and we experienced that a lot. So when you're younger, you'd want the girl and like we were talking, there's girls that want the bad boys or manly mm. And when they get them they realise that the guys are materialistic, the guys have a boy mentality, they're still young, they're uncrewed, they don't really know, they don't really know what it is to be a man. So when they have mm. a with, them or they stay with them, and then he treats them like shit, um, they end up realizing, as with growth, that this isn't a man, this is still a boy. So mm. the man that was hollering them, the sensible ones, that was a turn off back in the day, because they were unrolled, they didn't have a name. They used to shut the door on them. But as we got mm. older, certain girls would sit down and think, you know what? I should have been with my man and missed my boss <laughs> because my man <laughs> knows how to look after a family properly. Yeah. You get know what I'm saying? So that's, that's the situation. That was real life, that was.
1: I hear that still. All right, so moving on to segment 45. Yeah. We all have faults, insecurities, and bad habits, so we should never judge others for theirs. Meeting someone new and getting used to them is the most testing time.
0: Yeah. But
1: identifying whether they are working on their bad habits, insecurities and faults to become a better person or simply being ignorant to them and being and weakening you with them are two completely different things. Okay, so that but one... Dissect that just, one for me. Yeah, so
0: with that one, it's like this. It's like, um, you know, everyone has flaws, insecurities and stuff. But the most thing I always say is you see when you identify and you've self-reflected on where you've gone wrong and who you are as a person you can then voice that and voice that to your partner so you're both on an equal page of okay, these are my wrongs I'm not ignorant to it, I'm going to tell you what it is and this is where my flaws are this is what my insecurities are and if I have more insecurities that do come out I'm just telling you I'm a human being so I think that's Mm. more about understanding people for being a human being more than the expectation of oh she looks nice she's got a car she's got a house she does all of this what society puts into it when i'm just talking about put all that aside look at human to human human being to human being figure that out first before you worry about if she's got a yard a car if she can dress good all of those things and you will definitely find the queen inside, because, mm. you know, society's clouded a lot of what the the, 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 the man from hundreds of years ago, or ancestors really looked for in a woman, and, you know, to nurture the woman, to nurture each other, just being a human being to a human being, mm. rather than mm. being a product of society, trying to get with a product yeah. of society, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Alright, so I'm going to round it off with segment four, 75 and this yeah. one is is the perfect ending for me.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: Sometimes you can concentrate so much on trying to make a person happy that you forget that you're the one that needs to be happy first.
0: Okay. Speak to me
1: quickly on that one.
0: So you can meet someone and be in awe of them and want to please them, please them, please them, please them, because Again, you don't love yourself and you don't realise you don't love yourself. You love that person more than you love yourself. Do you Mm. know what I mean? So in a sense of you have put them first and you haven't put yourself first. So you only realise after that situation and then that's when it becomes complicated. Mm. Simple as that. It becomes complicated because you always come back to, you didn't love yourself first, you didn't put yourself first. Mm. So that's what, you know, people, people do that, but you, you can only live and you learn. And if you're with the right person, you can get over those obstacles. You can reflect and do better. If that makes sense. I hear that
1: still. Yeah, man. Well, that wraps up the, the segments. Okay. Anyone who hasn't got this book, it's a massive read. And definitely something that, you know, as an older brother, I was very proud of Malachi once he published this, you know what I mean. And especially with the um, self-publishing, setting up his own publishing company, you know what I mean, apportioning some of that to his daughter as well, which is yeah, you know what I mean, it, generational it, wealth. You get me, like yeah, exactly. looking after the next generation. So that's a massive look, man. Um,
0: the book the, for those um, who you can buy from the um, website, the publishing website, K and Publishing House dot com. It's my um, to the top there
1: and you can um i'm sure it's yeah go on yeah. sorry yeah, yeah go, on, go on yeah i was yeah, saying I was... i'm sure it's uh available at like waterstones as well oh
0: yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, so those people that can't
1: really be bothered to go to K M know this what yo waterstones are got the tin as well Jed. you yeah, get me yeah, so yeah, yeah.
0: i'll a few strings and i just like to say what you were saying um when i opened the company um Canaan Publishing, that's short for Kyla and Malachi Publishing House so anything that I make from that in, 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 in a big run that's their investment for my daughter it's mm. like all that company, when she gets 16 that's her job, she can do that if she wanted to, she may want to work in McDonald's but at least I have provided that platform there for her to work in, so yeah that's, a, that's, that's definitely for her
1: Okay, I hear that still. So quickly let's wrap up. Um yeah. just give me a quick rundown. What's next then? Obviously you have got the book. Um and I mean no. you got you got the project, you got you got quite a few things going on. So like what's 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 going on?
0: So the main thing to look out for is um publishing a lot of children books. Um I focus okay. on mental health. Um I'm gonna publish books I focus on autism. Um and I've got some relationship journals. Um, that I'm gonna publish as well, so that's like a couple journal, so couples can do certain things to keep the spark. Um, so all of those things, it's just mainly putting out as much books as I can. So there's like a body of work from a company. So you go to the site and you're like, canon Publishing publishes all these books. My mm. aim is to have you know the um, Penguin books when you're younger. Those Penguin yeah 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 stories. That's 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 kind of my aim. I want to have a collection of books where children always remember. Like, I remember that book because that book's done me, so this is that. That's yeah, what it yeah, is. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm be focusing on the children's books. Quick,
1: quick children's question. Children. Is that, um, is any of them, is, is the aim in those books to try and, is there any particular aim towards our community or is it just wide?
0: Um, no, it's mainly towards a wide range. Like I was saying, human to human. I concentrate yeah, yeah, on yeah. human being to human being. I do care yeah, for yeah, the humanity yeah. and little things like that. But the bigger issue is if you can't be human to human, yeah, then it's dead. Do you get know what I'm saying? So yeah, 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 yeah. I think we got one minute
1: forty four remaining, so we've got to wrap up. Yeah, 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 man. Well, let before we wrap up. I don't know anyone who's read the book. Um, just throw up some segments that stick out to you. Some of the numbers that you know the pages or whatever. But other than that. Brother, you don't know. Proud of you.
0: Yeah, respect for this, man.
1: Yeah, man. You don't have goals. You know what I mean? We're here. We're here. We're still building.
0: Okay, okay. Well, thanks for everyone that tuned in, locked in. This was good. Um, there's more to come. You know, evening talks with Malachi. Um, I've got other guests soon coming on. Well, next week. So, just stay tuned. Thanks again, brother. Blessings. Okay. Don't know.
1: Bless- yeah, man. Respect.
0: Thanks, everyone.